Hi, this is Wayne Brown from Life Back on Track. Welcome to the latest episode. In this episode, I want to talk to you about giving up. You see, sometimes life gets a little too much, gets a little intense, gets overwhelming, and sometimes you just want to give up. Now, there are different levels of giving up. There are, I want to stop putting effort into that particular aspect of my life. I've given up on it. I can't do anything with it. There's giving up as in, I quit, I walk away. And there's the other full-on extreme of, I give up, I've had enough of life, I'm out of here. As in, I'm ending it. Now, I've been in all of those situations. So I know what it's like to want to give up. And sadly those situations start a long, long time before we're actually dealing with it. You see, as we grow, we get taught how to cope with things. We have situations that occur in our life and we develop skills, abilities, processes. We learn tools to be able to deal with those particular situations or interactions or whatever it is that we're trying to achieve. Now, unfortunately, a lot of things we don't get taught, mainly because other people around us don't know these things. So as we grow into adulthood and we start dealing with adult problems, a lot of the times we haven't learnt the adult tools to be able to deal with them. So what happens is it gets worse and worse and worse to the point where we go, I quit, I give up, I've had enough. And like I said, that could be the, I stop putting effort in, I walk away, or I end it. Now, to give you an idea how each of those look, I'll give you ideas from my own life. So from the simplest one of, I'm not putting any more effort into that. I had, for many years, friendships with people where it always seems to be myself chasing them. It seemed to be me phoning them, me going to their house. It always seemed to be me putting the effort in. And then they all reached a point where I was like, you know what? I'm not putting any more effort into those. They obviously are not genuine. They're not authentic. I quit. I'm stopping putting effort into those. And weirdly, and not weirdly, they never phoned. They never caught up with me. Everything stopped. The moment I stopped putting the effort in, it all stopped. So obviously it was a very one-sided interaction on my behalf. So that's one of the very simple ones of I give up, I quit. One where I can't do this anymore. I'm walking away would be like my second marriage. So there's lots of stress, there's tension, there's arguments, there's toxicity. It's just horrible for both of us, not just for me. Looking back now, I can see it was horrible for her as well. So that relationship reached a point where I could see it was never going to get better. It was never going to improve on what we currently had 
because I hadn't quite realized some of the things I realized now. I haven't hadn't learned some of the tools I have learned now. And also, she didn't seem to be willing to own anything. It always seemed to be her blaming me. So it reached a point where I said, you know what, I've had enough of that. I'm walking. I'm going. And so I walked away from that. And the most extreme one was when my first wife left. So to give you full context, because I don't normally give full context for this, I normally just talk about what I was going through with my ex-wife or my first wife. But what had happened was my first wife, <coughs> excuse me, was English and she was about to start studying and I said, well, look, we're not going to be able to afford for you to visit your family once you start studying. How about you go back and visit your family? So we organised, scraped together some money, sent her off. And at the time that she left, my grandmother was diagnosed with lung cancer. So it took a few months and then she passed. Around the time that she passed, my mother was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer and given 12 months to live. Uh, annoyingly, it was a lot less time than that. So that was in December. In the February, start of February, my first wife came back with our sons from England and told me she was leaving me. So that was really good timing. And my grandmother had only died two months prior. My mother had just been told, you're dying. So now I also had this looming divorce to pend with. And on top of that, she said, I'm taking the boys back to England with me. I want to go back to England. So in within a six-month period, my life turned from, yeah, doing all right, to really smashing into the toilet. You can imagine what I mean by that. So I was dealing with a lot of things. So I had to take her to court to try and get her to keep um, keep her in the country along with the boys so I could see my sons or our sons. And I was grieving for my mother and grieving for my... Because my mother died in the April. So the court hearing happened in November. So in that interim period, I was going through a lot of stress. So I would be driving home from work. And at the time, I was doing night shift. I'd started doing night shift because I needed some, some money. And I'd be driving home from work at three, four, five o'clock in the morning. And whenever you drive on a main road, there are slip roads or side roads where they go over on a little concrete overpass. And I used to drive past this particular one every morning as I was driving home. And every time I would look at that and go, how fast would I have to travel to hit that, to end it all, to stop this pain? How hard would I have to hit it? And every morning I pondered that, and sometimes I sped up a bit, but I always chickened out. And I'm glad I did, obviously, because life turned out okay. At the time, though, I couldn't see that. I couldn't see an outcome where it was going to work well for me. I was about as low as I could get. I was bordering on depression. I could feel it creeping up on me. I had all of this stress, the anxiety, the looming court hearing. 
I had had to deal with her leaving and all of the emotions that come along with that. So I wasn't in a healthy place. So I've had all of these aspects of giving up, and it's easy to want to give up. The problem is, like I said, and have mentioned a few times already, we don't get taught the tools how to be able to deal with these things. So it becomes too much. We can't deal with it. It, it grows and increases and multiplies, and it just gets overwhelming, and we either quit, we stop putting energy into it, we walk away, or we try to end it. Now, I know people that have ended it. And it's not good. If I had ended it, I wouldn't have what I have now. And I wouldn't know that I would have had this because I would have ended it. And my sons wouldn't know what I have now. My partner wouldn't have me. So you don't know what's ahead in your life. And if it's all too much, either the stopping putting energy in, walking away or ending it, if you're in that situation... It's mainly because you don't have the tools, the processes, or the understanding to be able to deal with things, to be able to put them in a context where you can make sense of them. So a lot of the time, pretty much all of the time, it comes down to a complete lack of knowledge or understanding, tools, and processes. Once you get better tools and processes and a better understanding, then things make sense. Then you can work out what to do, then you can make things improve. So if you're in one of those shitty places, and it could be, like I said, you don't want to put energy into something anymore, you want to quit, you want to walk away, or you want to end it. If you're in one of those, I want to tell you, don't end it. Do not end it. Keep going. Sure, Stop putting energy into something, walk away from something, that's fine. But don't end it. Things are not as bad as you seem, as it seems. These things can be challenging. It's called life for a reason. And the interesting thing is once you get better at dealing with these things, you'll find it becomes easier to deal with. However, life will sometimes throw you bigger things because it knows you can deal with them. So I want... If you're in one of those places where it's dark and scary and you feel like giving up, there's a link below. You can leave a 90-second voicemail. Just say, I don't want to give up. You don't have to leave your name or your email or anything like that unless you want to. But I want you to reach out just so I can let you know it's okay. So I can give you some little tools and processes and understanding so you can start to drag yourself up and make your life better. If you want tools for anything, feel free to reach out. But in this recording, I'm specifically reaching out for people who are at the end of their tether. Like I said, I've known lots of people that have ended it. I've been so close myself, and I'm glad I didn't because I'd miss out on all the wonderful stuff I have now, and I don't want you to miss out on any of what you can have in the future. So reach out, send me a quick message. Even if it's just a, I'm not going to give up, leave it at that, and then maybe down the track you want to contact me, but just let me know you don't want to give up because that will 
be the start of something fantastic. So that's it for today. Just wanted to let you know that it's okay to feel like that. A lot of people do. Just don't go that extreme. Walk away. Quit putting energy into something. That's fine. Don't end it. Reach out. It's important. Reach out. There's people that do care. All right. Look after yourselves. Take care. Remember, here's to a good life, and we'll catch you on the next episode.